Well, well. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. I was being a bit patriotic seeing us meet there in the Kremlin. Um, gets me every time. Gets me in the fields. To really some does. place. Gets me in the fields. To some place. It's impressive. So tonight, tonight I have run out of cans of drink, so I'm quite upset. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have this radioactive stuff here, though. The freak is that? <laughs> it's a good colour, isn't it? What is it? Did you run it through once? God. <laughs> I was just waiting for his reaction. <laughs> just like, didn't tell him. Didn't tell him. That's the first he saw. I've been sitting here going like this every whilst we're before the show. I've been going. So he wouldn't see. So he wouldn't see. But with uh, thought it would uh, set him off a lot more than it has. Well, I think so. I think Trudine nailed it. And don't taste like camel. Well, I don't know what camel urine tastes like. It might taste like. <laughs> the only guy you're there. <laughs> it, 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 might, it might taste like oversweetened lemon and lime, but you never know. You never. You know. never know. You you never never know. Um, so, so Mister Mister Musk had a day. Yeah, he didn't get it up. No morning wood for him. No, he didn't get it up. He tried. Bless him, he tried. But things got a bit frozen, didn't they? Yeah, apparently. I mean, he said that. Um, he said yesterday that he suspected it would be delayed three days. So things may not have got a bit frozen. Don't know. Maybe he's. I don't know. I mean, they had a big party last night as well. Did you see that? No, I didn't. But oh, they no, were. They, were they had. A laser show going on in the big, you know, their big building thing. So they're yeah. obviously having a, a pre-launch party. Perhaps it might have been sensible to have kept it to a post-launch party. I would have thought so, and but 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 it does mean they can have another party. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. You know. So so they might not have got it up today. He might not have been able to, you know, perform today. But there's always another day, and there's always another party. I wonder because if this, let's face it. I wonder if this is going to be another Artemis. Is it going to drag on for weeks? Ah, see, that's the million. Well, in his case, multi-million-dollar question, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it just? It, it, it could do. And for those who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Mr. Musk, as you saw there, tried to put his starship into space today. One of uh, one of many billionaire-owned cock-shaped rocket ships, and uh, didn't didn't manage to do it, did he, John? <laughs> no, he didn't. Failure uh, to the, launch. The phallus did not rise. <laughs> 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 oh God, it's let me back uh, at school. Anyway, well, ex- except for we're 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 cooler now than we were at school. <laughs> Speak for yourself. When I was at school, in sixth year, I used to. I had. I, I had my own car. I used to turn up in a car. Me, 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 me. I had a car. It was. You know why, it was literally some of the best years of my life. Fifth and sixth year. I loved it. Me, I loved it. Oh, look at me. I had a car at school. Oh, well, it's okay. I mean, I don't have a fucking car now, do I? <laughs> I 
I don't even have a van yet, and he'd never fucking phoned me. Contact me on Friday saying, I'll phone you today, and we'll, uh, we'll go through where we are. And I'm like, I'm still waiting, still fucking waiting. And my electrician, the electrician never turned up yesterday to drill the hole in the wall to put the data cable through for the new premises. It's, I mean, it's, tradesmen are scum. <laughs> they never turn up. I'm now on my third. I'm now on the third guy who's supposed to be dropping cat off tomorrow for me to do it myself. So he's not even going to do it. He's just going to give me the stuff to do it myself. And usually that's actually how you get things done in this world today. You do it your fucking self or it doesn't get done. But if you do it yourself, it usually gets done right. Okay. And with that, say hello to the good kind folks of the of the world. Hello, good kind folks of the world. And I'd like to welcome you here to this episode 214 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, from the country ruled over by the useless and <laughs> from Ben in the southern shore defending our borders from the incoming tide of my economic migrants. I'm great. Welcome. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. I think I'm going to have to redo the intro because it's getting tired. It's getting old now. I mean, all the people in it are... Well, Andrew Tate's got hair and a beard. He does. <laughs> he does. He has hair and a beard. <laughs> and he's not allowed outside his house. Boris Johnson's no longer <laughs> the Prime Minister. Jacinda Ardern has resigned. Sturgeon has resigged. For fuck's sake. I mean, there's nobody... Let's trust us in the It's really out of date. The, Dutch, the, only thing, the only thing that's still happening that's in the intro is the Dutch farmers are still at it. Yeah, but it's so, but the thing is, it's Wait, not really even soon. that old. It's not even that it's, old. I think it was, was it February? Maybe it's just, just well out of date. Just uh, well out of date. I just don't know, mate. I just <sighs> don't know. Do you not know? Oh, I better get the slides up, and I? I I'm, uh, I'm slacking. All oh, right, so here we go. The first slide from Small Ginger oh. Girl. That's a cracking name, isn't it? Small Ginger Girl. <laughs> Is it Sturgeon? No, it's she's just a Small Ginger Girl. No, no, right? She doesn't. She looks. She looks pretty on Sturgeon. Um, small Ginger Girl and uh, God, who's also known as Enough Is Enough, and they put up the front page of Sunday Mail from yesterday. Police and Sturgeon emails probe. Mm-hmm. So the police are now looking into her emails. Could this be like another Hillary Clinton email probe? Um, I don't think things are going quite well for her. That that video that was leaked, while damning in itself, is is nearly three years old. Yeah. You know, we do need oh, to yeah, remember. They've been, they've, they've been at it for more than six months, John. Oh yes, they have. <laughs> oh yes, they have. <laughs> They definitely have. So um, so now the police are investigating. We, we, we've got confirmation, I think, from mainstream media that the police are um, investigating our glorious former leader, um, uh, Chief Cranky. Chief Cranky? <laughs> get this? Oh, this! This guy, AC Greeling, is one of the biggest F 
FBPE clown's going, isn't he? I mean, he's still banging yep. on about it, right? I mean, I think obviously he's got a house or something in France and just wants to float in between here and there. But hold, hold on a second. The right-wing press are doing their damnness to undermine the SNP and Scotland's drive for independence. Hold on a minute. Aren't the SNP doing that themselves? Hold on a minute. Let's go right back to the start of that statement. The right-wing press, the Daily Record Sunday Mail are not right-wing. <laughs> and never have been. <laughs> So this guy has a firm grasp of Scottish politics. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have a fucking clue. And Putty Pute is quite right in, in calling him out for it. But I'll tell you what's happened here. I can tell you exactly what's happened here. Because he is a, a lefty London elite, as, yeah. as Putty Pute calls him, he's just in Sunday Mail and he thinks it's the Mail and Sunday. Yes, I know he does. Because he's a fucking yeah. idiot, and like ninety percent of the yeah. population can't fucking read and doesn't yeah, bother no. reading, and that's how you end up with stupid replies to tweets. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when you say you can't claim benefits in France until you've lived in the country for two years, right? And someone replies to you, "You need an address here before you can apply for benefits." <laughs> that's not the fucking point, is it? <laughs> fucking hell these people are dense <laughs> read what has been written before you open your mouth and let your fucking empty belly rumble just the contents of your empty head stupid people mm. and continuing on with the theme we move to a tweet from you a tweet from you? <laughs> I had to put this up. Because I thought that I thought this was a class tweet. <laughs> and I might be wrong. But surely Ash Regan and Kate Forbes, especially Kate Forbes, because what was she, remember, for the last three years? Finance. Finance Minister. <laughs> yeah. For the SNP. So anyway, so surely they're sitting thinking maybe running for FM wasn't a great decision at the time and maybe they should just actually be running and getting the fuck out of there especially Katie I think you could be uh, in deep shit I think you're next Kate uh, let's say Hamza probably definitely knew this <laughs> of course he did although in his, in his, uh, his self-induced delusion and rampant excitement at getting the top job he's probably thought oh, I could all be brushed under the carpet Chief Mammy will sort it <laughs> no she fucking won't you're on your own mate and <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing through once again this tweet here from Ed, Ed, Edward or William I don't know, it could be Edward or William it's William I think Well, Edward Longshanks says, uh, was the king remember that that, um, that came to Scotland and instituted Prima Nocta. Prima Nocta. But he said, looks like the wedding rings have been seized by the police. This was strange at the time. Now we know. Uh, but that's her right hand, so yeah. why would we... Because you wouldn't show so her why left would hand. It... Oh, yes, it was in a pocket, wasn't it? The hidden hand. 
Because we'll get... Uh, we can... Whoa, now we'll get all sorts of conspiracy theories about the hidden hand, Napoleon, <laughs> Churchill, Hitler. <laughs> it's fucking... Everything's a conspiracy. Oh, oh, she's doing a Masonic... She's doing a Masonic pocket grab. No, she's just hiding the fact they've taken her wedding ring. No, no, it's a Masonic pocket grab, I tell you. So I think they're taking everything. I'm surprised... I'm surprised that she's getting left. And then... And then... You know, it's all get it's getting too much for her. And you know what? My heart, as they say, my heart is pumping pish for her. I really just have no regard for her. I just want to see her suffer because she's done nothing for me. She's done nothing for this country. In fact, she's done the exact opposite. She's brought me down. She's brought the country down. She's brought my businesses down. She's caused suffering on my family. She's caused suffering on my employees. So, you know what? Rot in hell. Rot in hell. So, tell us what you really think, John. Yeah. Nicholas Sturgeon's to stay away from Hollywood this week amid speculation she's preparing to quit politics. Fucking good. Not soon enough. Should have been like 10 years ago. I mean, I, I, I don't think she should just be able to get away with just quitting politics. But no. as, as we keep telling people... Nobody's going to be held accountable. Well, she might be. Is. She might be. She, she won't be held Not accountable. Not for the right for, reasons. Not for the right reasons, but she might be pulled up for the complete mismanagement and criminal activity. I suspect, I suspect that the SNP have been involved in here because I think with all this funny money shenanigans going on, I think you've got to be looking at some kind of fraud or at the very least malfeasance or misfeasance in a public office so i think i would i think there's definitely charges to be answered here i think it would be very very hard pressed you'd be very hard pressed to actually think that if peter murrell was responsible for all of this she didn't at least know she knew of course come she knew. on of course she knew of I mean, course I mean, she that knew. video I get, that video shows that she knew you know? Of course, of course she knew. Come on, guys. You know, she she didn't want people looking into the finances, like you said, three years ago. So how long has Murrow and his uh, wife been fiddling the SNP? How long have they been doing it? Since day one, I suspect. Oh, well. Oh, well, you know. At the end, at the end of the day, this is this is politicians for you. Feather mm -hmm. your own nest, control the population. That's it. Better your own nest, control the population. And it looks like Nicola's been doing a wee bit more feathering than most. <laughs> She's made it a bit too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? A giant, a giant six hundred thousand pound camper van. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, moving on. So, <laughs> from where did that come from? From Craig Kelly, uh, vitamin D study. Now, busy Daisy's tweeted this. I understand what she's saying. Sitting outside for an hour a day would have helped, but it wouldn't have, it would never be enough up here in this country. Um, you don't get sun. You don't, you don't get enough. You don't get enough. But apart from that, the thing that gets me is, I, I, I especially have been banging on about this since day one, since February 2020. I said, take your vitamin D. What did I say, Ben? What did I say? Anytime you... You ask me, what did I say? He's, I say, take your vitamin D, son. Yeah, uh, get your supplements in. In fact, well, I'm going to just take, just going to have a couple of vitamin D, not sponsored. Uh, but I'm going to take a couple of vitamin Ds right now. Excellent. 
And that, boys and girls, is how you take take medicine or supplements. There you go. That's that done. There you go. Right. So, um, yeah, vitamin D is critical for general good health, and you know yourself. You know, you even if you just injure yourself, if you take a big high dose of vitamin D, you probably find that in two hours the whole thing's the pain's gone and the thing's clearing itself up already because it gives your immune system a big kick. I mean, it definitely helps when I get a cold. Yeah. Yeah, just just whack whack down far too many of them and then all of a sudden I feel pretty good again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah? Right. But not medical advice, just our opinion. And uh, just like opinions, just like opinions... Um, you can either take them or leave them. And this one here, mm-hmm. being pontificated by GB News, I think I'm going to leave, actually. I, I'm just going to leave this opinion. I don't I don't care. GB News, well, from Janie Waney. Hmm, next pandemic is coming. GB News tweets, well, don't tweet, put out a news story saying, scientists warn pandemic more devastating than COOF is coming. Must act now. I thought we only ever had a major pandemic once every hundred years or so. Well, that, that, well, yeah, but that, that actually doesn't mean you can't have two in a row. It's just on average, you have one every, it's a hundred year event. That doesn't stop 200 year events coming at the same time. Mm. You know, statistically. Because then if you don't have one for another 300 years, you're back to where you were. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, you know, statistically. So you got you, you, you got to remember, just because these things are 100-year events doesn't mean you have to have 100 years between them. But anyway... Well, one thing I will say is this, that these people here, GB News included for reporting this, have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, do they, John? No, they don't, because... I, no, I, just making it up. All I'm gonna, all I'm gonna focus on here is the devastation, right? I'm wanting to. Can you? In fact, this is a bit like I'll show you the doll, okay? And can you point on the chart to where the devastation occurred, okay? Where did the where did the, nope. where did the pandemic touch you? Yeah, where did the pandemic touch you? Okay. Come on, come on, come on, little Susie. Where did the pandemic touch you? So, um, point here on the chart as to where the pandemic touched you. Come on, I know it's, I know it's, I know it's hard, but you, I'm sure you can do it. Now look at the chart and tell me where did the pandemic touch you, little Johnny? Where? So, so the thing that gets me is there's a higher growth in death rate from 2013 to 2018 than there was in the next four years. And this is uh, per 1,000 of population, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So this is this is population adjusted. So if there's a higher, rate, higher growth in death rate from that period than there is in the next four, where's mm-hmm. the devastation? Well, I, I just want to know, like I said, Johnny, Johnny boy, where did the pandemic touch you? And I'd, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a question. It's just a question. It's just a question and uh, nothing to say. No. Did it touch you? Did this Did touch, touch you? you? <laughs> Did you see this, Clyde? What is it with the Irish? They really, they, they really reinforced their opinion that they are, you know, the generally held opinion that the Irish are a bit slow. 
I mean, you don't get all those jokes about one race for a particular reason without there being some kind of substance behind it, but they, they, they went out there and they clapped and cheered and everything for this clown who managed to greet himself in a mirror. I was going to say, that's definitely a man fist bumping himself in the mirror, isn't it? He's probably thinking, fuck me, that guy's got some hand. He's built. He's built. <laughs> Fair enough. Go walking up to him. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, you can't make this shit up, can you? Uh, well, before we came on air, you were playing the pre-roll and a woman actually handed him baby i mean first of all first of all aren't you worried that he might drop your baby well man has dementia yeah did you see once she'd given him the baby she almost she went into overdrive she went into mother hover mode overdrive straight away because she thought what the fuck have i done and she was dancing around him like a chicken looking to protect its chicks while he was sniffing the baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to say, though, babies generally do smell nice. Generally. But do you know what else is terrible? Unless they need changed. The, the minimal amount of likes that we have on this show so far. That's what else is terrible. That's oh. as bad as Joe Biden sniffing your fucking baby. Right. It's probably worse. So, David, David, let's go to the chat room briefly. Uh, YouTube is being shut on the app. Keep stopping. Going to switch to Rumble. Okay, do what you need to do, Andrew. Just don't lose I mean, your... That means don't I'm don't unsub. Um, Crazy, just ignored that and Heatwave, blah, blah. What Heatwave? No heat idea. Wave? Ooh, I don't know what Heatwave is. Speaking of Rumble, we've got, we got two more subs over on Rumble. Jolly oh, good. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. David Peacock says, did you hear about 11 Indians dying of heat stroke and several others injured at a government event in India? No, I didn't. Did not hear about that, no. And did not hear about that. Yeah. But David, David, did you hear about Vladimir Zelensky standing on a green screen yet again? <laughs> did you hear about that? <laughs> did you? <laughs> did you? Oh, Maz, Max Nielsen puts this out. Zelensky roams free at the scene of his... No, he doesn't. He's... The thing he's standing in his little green screen bunker, mm-hmm. recording his Easter I've, address. I've watched this video. Oh, it's definitely a green screen. There's no doubt about it. Oh, there's no doubt. No doubt, and he's he's obviously been told move less because <laughs> it's like <laughs> I will stand exactly still like statue, and yeah, I will make Easter address. This is Orthodox Easter. This is Orthodox Russian Easter. So it is, yeah, that's why loads of people have been saying Happy Easter. Yeah. So this is this is the the Easter for the, the Orthodox side of things. Uh, this this woman is an evil cow. She really is. This this is evil epitomized. Well, it's a Democrat. Yeah, but she's just horrible. She's just a horrible. But it's a horrible, Democrat. Horrible, horrible. So in an interview with CNN, U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the U.S. believes Russia should pay to rebuild Ukraine and is discussing with its allies options to circumvent legal restrictions on the use of frozen Russian assets, also known as stealing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait. 
So the first question that pops to mind is why is Russia going to pay? But Russia probably will pay to rebuild Ukraine because. Oh yeah. But, they, but it won't be called Ukraine. It'd be called Russia. Yeah, yeah. Because why would they pay otherwise? Why, why have you paid to rebuild everywhere else? No. I mean, um, what America, I don't get. Hold on, hold on. America goes in and uh, it rubbleizes Iraq. It rubbleizes Kuwait to get the Iraqis out of Kuwait. Um, it it rubbleizes Yemen by giving information and equipment to the Saudi Arabia Arabians. It, it rubbleizes half of Africa, like Somalia or whatever. And and what does it do? And um, what does it do? Does it pay to rebuild? No, no, it doesn't pay to rebuild. What it does is it sends an American private contractors who then get paid by the country they just fucking rubbleized to rebuild to build it. Pizza. So, so that's why there we uh, used to be Pizza Hut in Baghdad and yeah. KFC and shit like that. Yeah. However, my, the point I want to make here is how can the US Treasury Secretary come out and say this mere days after Jack Texera was arrested for his legitimate leaks that said that Ukraine's not winning this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, the, the, I, I, the stupidity. I, I, you can't then turn around and say, oh, Russia's going to choose to, you know, Russia's going to pay to rebuild something which your own defence organisation is saying Russia's probably going to take. And and this might annoy some of you, right? But bear with me. It's like when Trump said Mexico's going to pay for the wall. I don't think they have. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't think they did. <laughs> they did not pay for the wall. I mean, the wall was never really built, was it? Well, yeah, I think they, it, I there's think a few it, miles of fence. A lot of it was put up, but um, and to be fair, I think some of it's actually been continued now because <laughs> yeah, by the Biden administration, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, um, I mean, because that's a good well, idea. I mean, yeah. It's a good idea. You can't have an open border down there because you've, you're open but to the fucking there, world. Right? But you do realise it was, I believe it might have been the Clinton administration. Somebody can fact check on me on this. But I believe it was the Clinton administration who, who originally floated the idea of the wall. Yeah, it probably could have been. I have no doubt it. Was, it. it was definitely Democrats. Yeah. Well, it was, them then, that, it was them that invented the Ku Klux Klan. And then Robert Rodriguez made a film called Machete Kills in which Charlie oh, Sheen yeah. was the president. Yeah. And uh, then there was a big, beautiful wall separating Mexico and the United States. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years later, Donald Trump comes on the campaign channel. He, uh, uh, trail, he's been watching too much Charlie Sheen. Uh, we're going to build a big, beautiful wall. We're going to build, build, build a big, beautiful wall. Um, but it got people energised, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. It did. It did. So, um, the, Germans, the German public... Are are at odds with their political masters. I use the term masters loosely, but then that's uh, the German public. They say we want to live peacefully in Europe with Russia. You know that's the main message, right? We we don't want to go to war. We don't want to fight, and and you can understand that because what is it also? What also has Germany done this week? It said, it said to Bavaria, no, you can't keep our biggest nuclear power plant running. You're going to have to shut it. All nuclear power to be shut down by 2030, I think, right? 
Yeah. And it's all to be renewable after that. Renewables. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. And then, and then their finance minister comes on and goes, we don't want to see a war with um, Taiwan because that would be particularly bad for the world. Well, no, that would be bad for the world and in particular Germany. And I said, I'm thinking to myself, why? Because Taiwan's right next to Germany? But somebody says it's because Germany's got all this heavy industry and, and they build all these cars and need all these chips for the cars. Yeah. But they won't be able to build the cars because BAS have already moving. They're relocating to China because they can't afford the energy costs. So in five years' time, when there's no nuclear power and, and they're not allowed to use fossil fuels... How are they going to generate energy and how are they going to build cars? Because they won't be able to afford to build cars. Or if they do build cars, nobody's going to be able to afford to buy them. So you no, don't need I, any chips. And anyway, no, I, like, you know. I, I want to go to the chat, actually, because I think Mr. Jungle Griffin's point here kind of ties in with these these lunatics, these climate lunatics. Anyone see Just Stop Oil ruin the snooker? Apparently Just Stop Oil have been at the snooker. What, today? Um, it's something I'll have, to, I'll have to take a look at. Hold on. Well, what the fuck are they doing at the snooker? When you say ruining the snooker, right? This was something that was. This was something that was fucking televised to test color television in its infancy. It was effectively I, I, a mobile test carp. I quite like the snooker, John. It bores the fuck. It's like watching cricket. You may as well fucking... Well, I can't say what I was going to say, but yeah, I mean, it's just... It's just... Oh, it's like death of a thousand cuts, isn't it? And the snooker to me is like the Formula One is to you, John. I like the snooker. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like the... I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm probably an older man than you, to be honest. I quite like it. I do. I'd go to the snooker. Okay. I'd use it as an excuse to break sobriety, but I'd go to the snooker... <laughs> So, no, I didn't see just up oil. <laughs> Why did they ruin the snooker anyway? A snooker ball's made from oil. They, they probably are, because everything's made from fucking oil. Just up oil don't seem to ha have this concept that if they stop oil, they just effectively take us back to the Stone Age overnight. Yeah, you might as well be wearing animal husk around your gonads, because that's basically all, all you're going to get. Because, yeah. you know, even all your clothes just stop oil, all your clothes. Do you want me to have a on toast? All that <laughs> shit that you wear, all them banners and shit that you make, all involve oil. All of it. Mark Oakford, that's a new one, says just topsoil, just topsoil. We're in lots more than the snooker. Yeah, they, they're, they're assholes. Just topsoil? They're indoctrinating. Oh, just yeah. stop oil. Right, okay. But still, just stop oil are a cult. They're a cult. They're an indoctrinated cult, just like all of the other climate cults. Um, they're arseholes. They are um, arseholes. But they're effective. They jump on the they, table. When they make protests, they're effective. You know, because they do disrupt people and they piss people off and they get in people's faces and they get loads of airtime, right? And everybody hates them. And if you're going to protest, that's what you need to do. Because if people like you when you're protesting, how are you getting any point across? Well, exactly. And we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, anyway, Scotty, 
says Brits who took in Ukrainian refugees have reportedly become victims of fraud and theft at the hands of their guests. With reports that some are splashing out on shopping trips to Harrods, Botox and Apple products. Who knew it would all end in tears? Who knew? <laughs> That's like fucking guess who, guess, guess who didn't take in the Ukrainian <laughs> refugees? Hey, but I mean, why why would anyone think that the most corrupt nation in Europe would provide people who are basically the salt of the earth and would adopt your cultural practices and not shaft you at every opportunity? Why why would you think that? Anyway, let's I, I move mean, on. <laughs> Captain America says, never let it happen. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., who is uh, basically, you do realise, Don Jr. is against the Budweiser boy, uh, boycott, right? He's against the Bud Light boycott. He's, he's going on the old socials and saying, don't boycott Bud Light. Uh, why, has he got shields on it? Well, he keeps saying it's an American institution and we don't need to be Bud boycotting Light. American institutions. Bud Light's fool, though. It really is. So is Bud. Bud is foul. Bud, Bud, Bud can be okay. It can be okay. Proper um, Budweiser's good. Budvar. Budvar. Proper Budweiser. Not not Anheuser-Busch Budweiser. You know what? I, I'm loath to take advice on beer from someone who does nothing but drink fucking soft drinks. Okay. Anyway, you were saying... So Donald Trump Jr. tweets, uh, <laughs> if politicians armed Ukraine because they're allies, what's the implication when they disarm their own citizens? Big brain. Big brain. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually think that um, Mr. Jungle Griffin agrees with me here. He says, US bud is vile. Mm-hmm. Have you tried proper bad bar? Yeah, of course I have. Good okay. stuff. It's okay. Good stuff. German stuff's it's not better. Bad. German's better. German beer's generally better. It's very difficult to beat good German beer. Anyway, um, apart from anyway. the odd, and in fact, to be fair, to be fair, I think some of the best beers in the world come from a little country just south of where I live. And, you know, I'm not trying to suck it up you because I hate you bastards, but that's that's why I would I would say some of the best beers in the world come from her island. Anyway. I would say that we, we, we definitely overhype Carling, though. That's a load of shite. Oh, no, that that's not beer. Right, I mean, let, let, let's, let's be fair here. <laughs> Budweiser and all that shit. Uh, and Carling and Tennis Liger and Stella and all, they're not really beer they're just for the mm. common people it's when you start getting into proper beer you know your Hobgoblins and your your Black Sheep Brewery stuff and your Rig Welters and you know even an old peculiar you know I, I live about 15 miles away from the Harvey's Brewery and Harvey's, Harvey's Ale is quite good Yeah, Harvey's of Lewis it's good ale not bad right yeah. anyway moving on um, Dagny Taggart says Minister of Defence of Ukraine on the number of dead soldiers of the armed forces of Ukraine I can't give you a number but I can assure you that the total number is less than the death toll from the earthquake in Turkey so he is saying that, l that less than 50,000 <sighs> troops have died as a result of this war 
That's what he's saying. I don't believe him. I think he's a liar. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe him. Well, the figures I got today um, from CIA sources, okay, were 250 dead, 250,000 dead, and 350 to 400,000 wounded beyond the capability of being able to return to the battlefield. That's a shitload of people. 405 I... Ukrainian planes destroyed, 226 assault helicopters destroyed. Their almost entire air defence system knocked out. Um, there's just there's nothing left. They're done. Their, their spring offensive is now, in one hand, it's apparently going to happen on the 30th of April, and the next hand is going to not occur until the summer. I don't think... I don't think they've got the capability of mounting an offensive. If they do, and if they throw people into it, um, I think... A lot of people are going to get killed. I think a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. So I can just... All I can do is reiterate what I keep saying on this show. And I know it's easier said than done, but at some point, you've got to turn around and go, no. And I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of chatter, and I, it's it's unconfirmed chatter at this point, but I'm seeing a lot of chatter suggesting that the armed forces of Ukraine want to uh, want Lunch to want to, want to pay want to pay Zelensky a little visit, shall we say? Well, yeah. Well, see, the thing doesn't help when these leaked documents expose the fact that four hundred million, at least four hundred million dollars, has been skimmed by Zelensky's generals and even down as far as colonels, I think. So the, the hierarchy and the forces are skimming money from the the money hmm. that's been given to them. They're then complaining that the equipment they're getting doesn't work properly and is breaking and, and ineffective. They're then finding out that the Russians are jamming 50% of the high-end missiles that the Americans have given them, so they're not working up to specification. They're then finding that the Russian air defence system is knocking nearly everything out of the sky that they put at them. So the the Russians are now in the position where they have a lot of people on the front line. They have defence in depth. They've got logistics there, and they can do ground ground support aircraft as well because the Ukrainians have got nothing left to take them out. So I think Zelensky's problem is that he thinks if he stops throwing people into the meat grinder that mm. people will start to realise that he can't win. But he can't win. And the problem is he is literally sending people to their death yeah. to prop up to prop up a, a regime that, remember, has banned all political opposition and incarcerated the leaders of the political parties that were in opposition against them. Right? So, effectively, Ukraine has a dictatorship at this moment in time. It's not a, it's not a democracy. So... I mean... So what, what what's he hoping to achieve? Because America knows he's, they can't win... So I think they've, they're, they're trying to step back from it, but you've got clowns like Biden and you've got clowns like Newland who who no. will literally sacrifice the last Ukrainian body. No, no, but what gets me is, right, I, mean, like, I, want, to, I want to stick at that point a minute, that America know that they can't win. And those leaks 
say exactly that, right? Mm-hmm. They say exactly that. Ukraine are not winning. They can't win. It shows how many Ukrainians to Russians are dying, and it's significantly more. And still, it's Jack Texera that will get punished. Yeah, yeah, well. Uh-huh. Not, not, not the U.S. State Department, no. not all the media companies that have lied to people. No. It's the the twenty one year old airman who leaked these documents. We we need to get him. We need to get him. Don't look at the things. Don't look at the lies we've been telling you. Just look at him for telling you that we told you oh, those lies. It's the same with Assange. It's Snowden all day. It's, it's Assange. It's Snowden. It's yeah. them all over again. Yeah, what are these people? It's, it's, it's like where where does a whistleblower right ever come out of anything? And had any benefit to blowing the whistle. Now, the thing that gets me is, see, when you work for organisations, <laughs> it's like big companies, mm-hmm. or dare I say it, things like the police and things like that, and have their posters up saying, you know, if, thing, if things aren't going the way they should be and we're not treating people right, tell, blow the whistle, right? And that's, that's what the posters say. And, and if someone goes and tries to do it, oh, my God, they get castigated, hold over the coals. The next thing you know, they're in jail or they're out of the job. And that's exactly what happens. Don't blow the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> even, even, if, even if your organisation is shit and it's doing wrong, if you blow the whistle, it's coming back on you, not them. And mm. you know what? I really, really got to take my hat off. The people like, uh, I mean, the song's not so much because technically he's done nothing wrong. He's just a publisher, right? Yeah. He's done nothing wrong. I mean, he's no different the from hand. the Wall Street Journal and, and the, the Sunday Times and the Telegraph. He's not done anything different from them, right? Uh, Glenn Greenwald, he's not in jail. Why is he not in jail? Yeah, Glenn Greenwald is the man that, that published what Snowden had released. In fact, gave yeah. the interview to Snowden, isn't he? But yeah. Glenn Greenwald, he he is disgraced in the field of mainstream media. Yeah, but why is he not he's in jail? Absolutely, because he's an American. He's an American, yeah. So uh, I mean, uh, so yeah, and then you people like Snowden who who had to flee the country, and they he, never go back, never. And if Trump had any set of balls on him. He would have pardoned Snowden and Assange. I don't know why he didn't. I don't know why he didn't. Well, because, it's, you know what? I think he's a bit brainwashed as well. I don't know what Assange needs to be pardoned from. I still I still can't quite get that. I don't know what a crime against a country that he does not live in, <laughs> I mean, Assange the, has committed. It's not even a crime against a country he doesn't live in. It's a crime against a country he's not a citizenship of. Yeah, he's not a citizen And yet, of. they keep banding the word treason. You cannot commit treason to a country that you're not fucking part of. <laughs> no, you can't. It's like it's like you saying I, I've committed treason against I don't know Xi Jinping because I call him Winnie the fucking Pooh. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, if you go to China and get lifted and you call them Winnie the Pooh there, then he might have a case against you. But he can't fucking go and say I want to extradite that bastard because he calls me Winnie the Pooh and mocks me. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> That's not how the world works. I, I, I don't get why Australia haven't stepped up and gone, nah, that bastard's ours. 
Because Australia's like, fucking up. What? I mean, what happened? What happened to the land of Crocodile Dundee? That's not a knife. This this is a knife. I'll get the fucking smallest possible I'll knife I can, you know? <laughs> I'm an Australian. I'm tough. Oh, well, I'm not really, you know? You know, my name's Sheila. I'll do whatever Dan Andrews tells me. Yeah. I wear a gingham dress at the weekend and call myself Sheila. I'll lock myself down. It's fine. <coughs> yes. Uh, MI6 agent. Oh, the, what about the one that ended up in the case, in the bag? Remember the one that, that locked himself inside the case? Inside yeah, locked the bag. himself inside, yeah. Locked himself Padlock inside. Padlocked from yeah. the outside. <laughs> yeah, did it to himself. Suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but still, right, let's move on because we got a lot to get through tonight. Um, Scotty says, what the fuck is this tweet? And this tweet is from the Telegraph. It says, good genes and world-class healthcare do help, but they can only take you so far, and Charles III knows it as surely the most health-conscious sovereign we have seen. How King Charles stays fit at 74. I'm just going to make a point here. My grandmother, 78, probably in better shape than him. Right, I'll make a point here. He's never ridden that bike in his life. Look how low um, the seat is. Look yeah, how, look how low. low the seat is. And look, just out of frame is probably the, the, the A-frame that's holding it yeah, up. But look how, <laughs> look how low the seat is, right? You can't ride a bike... It has height with a seat that low because you, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And is there a seat on it? Because that's a rather ex surprised expression on his face. It was just trying out that thing that William likes, you know, the old pegging. <laughs> Mobile pegging. Mobile pegging unit. <laughs> 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 so the New York the New York Times have fucking outdone themselves here, haven't they? Yeah. So the New York Times as as posted originally by Richard Hanaya and then Robert Park. So according to the New York Times, gay men save society from monkeypox <laughs> by cutting back on their orgies with oh. strangers oh. spread the disease in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, did they? Right? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but no. Well, I mean, it, goes, it gets better about while health officials and journalists hesitated, gay and bi men sprang into action. <laughs> Young men with lesions covering their faces took to social and mainstream media telling the public they were dealing with the worst pain I've experienced in my life and perhaps the most telling, I'd rather have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Although, and although, gay, although, I'm not having a go at you, but you didn't fucking save the world from monkeypox. Well, no, because, right, okay. I'm, I'm going to say some things here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give what the lefties like to call a trigger warning, right? <laughs> go on. <laughs> because there's going to be some facts here that people might not like. Right. And perhaps not, not even the... So, monkeypox... We were told quite specifically mm -hmm. 
that it was a it was a disease primarily spread within the gay male community because it was spread via sexual sexual contact between gay men right uh-huh. we were told that's how it spread but then we were told we're not allowed to say that because that's not true and that's phobic despite the fact it was a fact okay. um, but what i can't quite get my head around is if the gay men kept having orgies <laughs> how would i have got monkeypox i don't know mate but they saved How would society. you have got monkeypox? I don't know. Mate. How could they have saved society <laughs> when it was being spread via sexual contact between oh, gay men? Well, don't make it fucking sensible. Just don't make it sensible. That's not what we're here but, to but, do. But, but what they what they are suggesting then is that those gay men would then go on to have sex with straight men or straight women in order to continue to spread the disease. But well, that's generally right, but, not what. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you get what I'm saying here? They're, they're trying to suggest how how would I have ended up with monkeypox if because they hadn't got their orgy? Your wife is having an affair with a gay man. Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, speaking of um, sex and transmitted diseases. I'm not saying this is a sexually transmitted disease, but Holly Holly's off the TV because she's got shingles. Don't care. Just thought I'd mention it. I, I, I just thought I'd tell you I don't give two shits whether or not... I, I don't care either. She's an empty husk of a human being who does never, never had an original thought in her life. She's a vacuous... She reads off the teleprompter. She's a vacuous airhead, in my opinion. How the hell she she gets to, to to present this morning? Well, she wouldn't be able to do it without the teleprompter. That much I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, why would I care what what this this avatar has to? Uh, whether or not this avatar has got shingles. Wow. Okay. Sucks. Uh, moving on. So this guy's got a bit of a point. That's Toy Hawk chap. Mm-hmm. Okay. So these people do this. They they deliberately target. They act as a group and they deliberately target people that don't fall into their line of thinking. I.e., people like yeah, they, us. They yeah. hacked one of our one of our viewers. Yeah, out. yeah, they did. So they yeah. target people that don't fall into their line of thinking, and then they continue doing this. And they. Yeah. They use Twitter to this to good effect because they act they act as a small group and they think they're really smart because mm-hmm. you know they just go and target people and just keep piling on. And why is why are they allowed to operate and yet I mm, other people get banned for targeted abuse just for having um, just for making comments against politicians. Yeah, but. The thing is, this isn't this isn't new. This isn't only this version of Twitter that allowed this to happen. I've, no, I've it's been a victim not. of this for three years. Yeah, but you would think you would think in- you would think that this kind of thing would be less looked upon favourably by an organization that now is supposed to be more about free speech and not restricting free speech which is what these people actually do. 
Yes, of course they do. And, and like I say, when it comes to Teresa, who watches this show sometimes, uh, they have hacked and stolen her Twitter account and they're now using it to do some very, very heinous and disgusting things. Mm -hmm. This group of people have done that. Um, should it be allowed to happen? No. No, that shouldn't be allowed to happen. But I've made the point on this this very situation for years now, not just not not specifically to this group, but to others that have done the same to me, that have done the same to my family, that have done the same to people I know. And yet it's just been allowed to happen again and again and again and again. And I don't know. I mean, the, the head of trust and safety at Twitter, the current head of trust and safety at Twitter, her name is Ella Irwin. She's awful. You know, um, mm -hmm. I'll give you I'll give you an example. There's a, there's a YouTuber slash Twitter account. She calls herself that Star Wars girl. Her name's Anna, right? Mm -hmm. She put up a publicly available picture of General Thrawn from the new Star Wars Ahsoka series. It got taken down, right? So Trust and Safety took it down because they got a genuine copyright claim from Disney. And this is what Ella Irwin, head of Trust and Safety, is saying. They got a genuine... They didn't. They got a copyright claim from some random bloke in Poland pretending to be Disney. Ella Irwin knows this, yet she still, as head of trust and safety, goes public and lies. And I've seen the copyright claim for myself, so I know what I'm saying is true. And I've said to her publicly on Twitter, you need to retract this because you're lying. So if we've got people who are at the helm of trust and safety on Twitter who are actively going to lie when there's evidence to prove they are lying, how can we trust these people? How no can trust, we trust these people? no safety. That's what it is, mate. No trust, no safety. Hmm. Right, uh, moving on. Speaking of trust and safety, Dr. Mike... Emerge Med Doctor. The royal family and government once again want NHS workers to be front and centre, this time at the coronation. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just a shame the government doesn't want to pay them appropriately. Well, define appropriately. Why do you think they're not paid appropriately? Because you don't get £14 an hour. You know, so don't give us that bullshit to start with. Mm. You know, and your pay goes up every year that you're in service. So don't and give us that bullshit. Knowing what your salaries are going to be. Yeah, and remember, you are one of the privileged groups that was completely unaffected over the last three years by any government restrictions. In fact, I think you benefited it because most people gave them a discount. Gave them a discount. Supermarkets like you made you a priority. You didn't need to queue. You got money off. Yeah. You got money off when you were making a full salary and people like John here was losing their businesses because uh -huh. of the restrictions that you begged for. Yeah. So, you know, and, there, are and remember, there are people very bitter. Remember, remember, and you, and my heart goes out to every single one of the NHS workers, nurses and doctors that died from the coof. My heart goes out to every one of them. And you know how many that was? Fuck all. Let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Philip says, this beautiful fella... I can't read that. Can you read it to me? 
This beautiful fella, Hill 16, I think that's a horse's name, died after falling at the first fence of the Grand National. Shot after suffering terrible injuries, all for other people's pleasure. I hope its agony was brief. Two other horses have also died at this year's entry meeting. Matt enjoyed it. And so down below we have Matt Hancock, what a race, glad the attention-seeking protesters trying to ruin the Grand National completely failed. Okay? Now, do you know what? There's a bit of nuance here. There's a bit of nuance. Yeah, there here. is a. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that might might cre- create more triggering. Mm-hmm. I would say that the protesters are at least fifty percent responsible for those horses falling. Uh, I, I pause it. I don't know why. What's your theory? Well, it's not a theory. There's a, there's a process involved with preparing a horse for mm-hmm. a race. Yeah, and it's it takes lots of people, and it's it's to the minute preparations up to the minute and then when protesters go out and delay the start of that race by 20 minutes it stresses the horses that have been through that preparation yeah, out yeah it would i mean i think that, well there were three horses died at this year's entry meeting now horses die at every horse race okay so there's a couple of things that you need to think about if you don't want to have horse racing then should we stop horse racing should we i don't well, know that's I mean, well, the thing that's, is, that's something for a public referendum, certainly. Well, possibly, yeah. I mean, it's like fox hunting. Apparently, we don't fo- hunt foxes, but we do. We still do. You know? We do. But yeah. it's like horses. If you've ever been around horses, right, you know how they say you can take a horse to water, but you can't make it drink? That's exactly mm. what they're like. Horses are stubborn bastards. If they don't want to do something, they won't do it. If they do want to do something, they will do it. And they're really, I mean, they're a complete nightmare when when you're trying to get them to do one thing and they don't want to do it because they're really hard to work with because they're big and strong and pretty yeah. stupid, right? And you know what? Horse racing doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest no, me. No, it, it, it doesn't interest me either. But the thing is... You have to work out if you want to have these sports or not. Now, the same thing happens in human sports. People die while they are in human sports competing. Yeah, of course So should we stop football? Because over a thousand people have died in the last two years while playing football. Well, what they'll tell you is this, that the footballers choose to play football, whereas the horses don't have a choice. But they do because they don't need to run. And you've seen it before. They don't come out. The, they just don't come out the gate. You know, and I mean, you, the jockey might try and whip them a few times, but he'll get done these days for doing that. So, if they don't want to run, they won't run. But anyway, I mean, the the thing is, should we stop? Should we stop sports where people could die? Because that effectively means all athletics should should be stopped because people die doing athletics. Do you know what? I, I, I'm actually going to turn around and say no. Mm. That would be my answer. Because yeah. at the end of the day, once again, people make a choice. People make a choice to do what they will or what they want with their own bodies. And that should be the case, by the way. Now, the nuances when it comes to, to, to things like horse racing. I mean, we banned animals from the circus, didn't we, in this country? We can't have circus animals in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it is time we 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 look at. Hey, I, I don't have the answers, you know. 
No, I don't have the answers, and it's it, it wouldn't be for me or you to answer. Decisions like this and, and situations like this are something we need to take a collective look at, I would say, as a country, and see what we want to do about it, because pe these people like Animal Rebellion, instead of doing what they're doing, um, maybe they should be lobbying government for a referendum. Lobby Maybe, government yeah. for a referendum. See what yeah. the public decide. Because imposing your will upon everybody else by doing stupid things, um, it's it's fascism. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you when you do what you do and and you try to impose your will, your way or the highway, it's fascism. Speaking it's of fascism, what's this? So, Mike of the South West gives us this one. Um, <laughs> and he prefaces it, prefaces it with reason 27,678 why I voted to leave the EU. So, the EU has rejected Ukrainian grain bans by Poland and Hungary. Now, Poland and Hungary wanted to ban the import of Ukrainian grain in order to protect their own uh, agricultural sector. Right, because cheap Ukrainian grain is overflowing into their country and they can't compete with it. Mm -hmm. So it's putting their people out of work. And the EU says, no, no, not going to do that. You take it. Your people can suffer. So And this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is, what, is why... This is why you should never have allowed a common market to evolve into a, an autocratic, top-down dictatorship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that This is what people don't fundamentally understand. All of these people, oh, we voted to enter the EU. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Never. We never, never. voted to enter the EU. We never voted on the EU's existence. It just sort of came into being in the early 90s. We voted after the Second World War to join the common market to ensure free trade and easier travel. Right? That's what we did. And that's not what we now have. Or what we there should have. have uh... Well, there should have been a referendum for the formation of the EU. There should have been. Surely. Yeah. Should have been. Should because have been. we have... We have this commission that's unelected and are the only people within it allowed to um, suggest or impose or put forward legislation which, which would then govern all of the member states. That's not what people voted to enter. Now, if people want to live like that, mm -hmm. I know. they need to vote to live like that, surely. You would think so, but no, you don't. You just do as you're told, no, sir. No, you don't. Do as you're just, told. Do, just do as you're told. All of these EU supporters have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. People like Femi. Femi oh. thinks Brexit is the reason we're currently in a cross-the-living crisis. He's currently bleating about it on Twitter. He has been all day today. No, Femi, the reason we're in a cross-the-living crisis is because we shut down a fucking economy for two and a half years. And, uh, Femi, did you support the closure of that? I yes. think you did, yes, didn't you? Did. I think you did. I think you did. So, so uh, Femi, it's not Brexiteers <laughs> are the reason. It's you. Now, uh, yeah. Agent, Agent yeah. P brings us this. Um, this is an example of Scotland's justice system at the moment with its soft-touch approach to those under 25. Now, unfortunately, 
if if Nicola does get charged with anything, it's not going to apply to her because she's well over twenty five. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so um, this chap, I don't know his real name, but he's calling himself Katie. Well, that is his real name if he's legally changed it. His name's Katie. Well, he doesn't need to legally change it. Well, it, it might be his real name. It might not because uh, I mean, you you can set any first name you like. You don't need to do anything to make it your first name. Yeah. So anyway, his first name is reported as Katie, age 22. And he's um, breached bail twice on a 280-mile road trip that he shouldn't have done, right? But he's been set free again, despite breaching bail. So what's the point in having bail if people are just going to breach it and then get set free? Shouldn't these people be in remand until trial? If they're so dangerous that they need... I would say so. Bail terms that are like stop them doing things. I, I, I would say that, that him being trans has absolutely no bearing on the situation. Well, I haven't I would mentioned say that. that. <laughs> no, but, but, but this has here in, in this tweet. Yeah. I would say that the fact, regardless of whether or not this person was trans, was a man, was a woman, was gay, was straight, they shouldn't be on bail. And that and is, especially shouldn't have been released if they breached their bail twice. That that is not the look of a normal individual, I would say. That is the look. Well, that person looks pretty evil in that still. But remember, they've probably gone yeah. through every frame to find the most evil look <laughs> that they can. Uh, uh, Trudy asks, "Where is my vape from?" Trudy, I am not allowed to tell you, and there's a good reason for that. Because it's not quite legal in this country is it well it's legal to own it's not legal to to sell <laughs> you were going to say purchase <laughs> sell <laughs> purchase I was given this John yeah okay um, so, so Dr Anastasia Maria Lupus that's a name isn't it just who is a bit of a what I think um on this occasion, it said former Planned Parenthood director commits suicide after police raid his home in child porn case. Well, yeah. if you're going to do that, I think that's an admission of guilt. It's either... No, there's no either. It's probably an admission of guilt, yeah. 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 I yeah. I, I would say you're probably right. And and in this, if, if that's the case, he's saved us a lot of money. Well, uh, it, well, not us, the well, Americans. But, yeah, yeah, okay, but when I say us, I mean he saved he saved people having to spend money prosecuting them and putting them in jail and keeping them for the rest of his life, you know. Department for Transport, Transport Gov UK tweets that they've tweeted today. We have announced that plans for new smart motorways will be cancelled. Aren't they banning smart motorways? Well, they're not building any new ones. I don't know if they're going to do away with the ones that they've spent all that money and whatever dealing with, but they are a complete and utter nightmare. And I pointed this out. I pointed this out maybe over a year ago. There is well, a well. You're on the M6. It was just awful. Oh yeah, but there's a well-known phenomenon. Right, that occurs when people are driving down a road. Mm-hmm. And this is why you don't stay in your car when you break down on the hard shoulder. Because what happens is people see your car 
and immediately think it's a travelling lane. And because we are conditioned, move to the left, move to the left, people move to the left. And then they, and then they run into the it. back of your fucking stationary car. Do you know and what? it I, happened. I really it would surprise you how I, often I, this I happens. Gonna say, I'm going to need to stop you there because something, something fantastic has just happened in the chat. What? Trudy has just called Adam Asda. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i think it's a good idea not to and it saves us money as well i agree I there's agree. nothing smart about them no they're like, shit if something says smart in its title one it's not smart Two, it's not smart for you to adopt it. <laughs> three and three. If, if the government's get anything, spying on you. If the government's get anything to do with it, it's never, never in your best interests. <laughs> We're here from the government, John. We're here to help. Yeah, that's the worst thing you're ever going to hear ever. Writer tweet today. I spoke with the with the chairman general of Sudan's transitional military council, El Bahan, to emphasise U.S. support for Sudan's democratic aspirations and to encourage the rapid formation of a civilian-led transitional government. From Secretary Blinken, so the freedom fighters slash terrorists won, did they? Yeah, coup. Wonder who. One man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. They're terrorists until they win. Wonder and then who, they're freedom fighters. Wonder who organised that one. Well, do, you, do you think Blinken himself might have had something to do with this? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Look, America's going to have their finger in that pie somewhere, aren't they? We're going to deliver you some freedom. Freedom 2.0 installed. <laughs> Freedom's coming, boys. It's coming. <laughs> You're going to have to read the next one because that writing is so damn small that I can't make it out. So Simon Mount the Six says, <laughs> cumulative, cumulative, right? Remember that word, chaps? Right? Yep. So Ian Copeland, PhD, PhD, right? I thought COVID was over, anti-vaxxers, question mark, right? So he's asking people who he's, he says are anti-vaxxers, is COVID over? <laughs> Thank you. Thunder. Good evening, people. Greetings from Newcastle. Greetings indeed. Ah, oh, Luke, I see it. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you very much, Luke. We so, appreciate the £10. We will spend it wisely. There's nothing like a klaxon going off to get you going. So I will spend it on more Mountain Dew. Thank you very much. <laughs> so there we go. Um, what's going on in India? The Arcturus variant is running rampant. Let's hear it, anti-vaxxers, right? So, and we have this lovely um, graph of cumulative confirmed COVID-19 cases, which is going up and up and up. But hold on a minute. The key word there is cumulative. And what does that mean, Ben? Well, it means total, as in it cannot go down because it is... <laughs> And, and Unless they start it's, coming it's, back to life, it's never going to go down. <laughs> and Mr. Copeland, Mr. Copeland, I don't know. Right, I can barely see this shit, right? I, yeah. My eyes are shit. <laughs> but what I see there, Mr. Copeland, is a flat line. Flat line at the top. I see, I, I see, a, I see a flat line. Yeah. So what's happening in India is... Fuck all! 
I had to get it out of my system, John. Because yeah. I can't even read that and I can see that. And he's got a PhD, like, yeah. like Simon here said. <laughs> I know. What's happened to the web? Oh, it's, it came up again. The message came up again. That was cool. Right. Um, oh, right. And what were we talking about on, on Friday night? No, it was during Mike Changizi. When I was I was yeah, using the amount it. of trains, the amount of trains that derail in the United States, and I can barely read this one and yeah. all, but I can see what it is. Yeah. So breaking a train carrying hazardous materials has derailed and caught fire. Oh, okay. It happens every month in the US. And I said that I said that on the show on Thursday. I said there's over twelve thousand real incidents. incidents every year in the US. So you're going to have a few derailments every month. I would say so. Yeah. And it's just it's just the, because the press are reporting everyone, it looks like I it's mean, a conspiracy. But no, it's, it's not a conspiracy. It. What it is, is the rail infrastructure in the US is complete and utter shite. That's the it's problem. It's sad. I hope nobody was hurt, but it's it doesn't shock or surprise me because looking at the amount of derailments and things that yeah. happen over there it's it was bound to happen indeed right gee unlike the west china's modernization will not be predated i'm not right no i'm not convinced I'm, i think that xi jinping is one of the most predatory predatory people in the planet he I've really is i've still to do my video on him but i've been doing research on his background and he's growing up and all that and it's He's a devious little shit. He's an art... Well, listen, I personally think, like I said, he's one of the most predatory people or predatory people on the planet. Yeah. I think he is a tyrant. I think he is evil. I think the people that follow him are evil. I, I When he makes that sort of statement, what does he mean? I, I, I'm only going to pressure a little bit. I'm only going to pressure a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of pressure. So, anyway, here we little, go. A little bit of pressure. Ivo Dalder here has um, come up with Macron has China all wrong. The right mm -hmm. policy isn't to chart a middle course between Washington and Beijing, but to align the US and Europe on a common path, preventing China from overhauling the global order. My take in political oh, Europe. Well, I, I, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I'm with you on this one, Ivo. What do you I think? Am. You're with them. Well, yeah, because I don't want China being able to overhaul the global order. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, but I don't think I don't think the US and Europe can align on anything. At I this don't. Moment I, in time. I don't. And no, no, I don't think that they can. But I agree with Ido, Ivo that they should. No, I don't think they should align with each other because. Anyone that aligns themselves with the US, it never works out well for them. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I said. No, is a, a single no would be sufficient. But Instead of going into, said. like, stuck typewriter mode. Aligning on a common path does not necessarily mean following the US. I never said it did. What I said was anyone that aligns with the US, it never works out well for them. When Show me when in the past aligning with the US has ever worked out well for you. And when I say you, I mean any other country. Oh, yeah, good point. 
Good point. But what I what I would suggest is this: that the U.S. must know in their bones, at, at the deepest levels of government, that they are on the back foot. That China are on the right. They are on the back yeah. foot. So I think if there's, if there's any opportunity to do anything right now, it's it's it, it's to exploit that. It's to exploit it and say, well, you know, if you don't change then China's going to rise and we're not going to step in the way. But if you want us to step in the way... I think it's worse than that. I think um, I think the US know they're on the way down. And this is, this is a scrambled and frantic, frantic activity of someone trying to dig themselves out of a hole that they can't quite reach the top of. Because I really think this is a turning point in the world for the US and it's no longer going to be the global superpower, the single global superpower that we've had for the last 50 years. But the problem is, what is being poised to take its place is fucking China, no, if we don't not, do something. No, not necessarily, because I think Macron's right in this point. I think what is what you do need is you need a strong, independent Europe. Yes, but does does Beijing does Xi Jinping want a strong independent Europe well it's not up to I him whether he so. wants it well you want a strong independent Europe you want a strong independent Russia now Russia and China like like we talked about on Monday Russia and China are not best friends right they no, are in a marriage of convenience at the moment they're using each other yeah, yeah of course they are and the, yeah. that's a good thing because you do not want you do not want them teaming up because if they team up with the rest of the BRICS countries, then there's nothing left for anyone else. No. No. Um, but I, I, I don't think I don't think that aligning with the US with its current bias towards military incursion in foreign countries is going to help anyone because I think what that will do would be to trigger World War Three. I think that's the problem. If you align with the US, they are going to think that it's okay to to basically start World War Three and wipe everyone out. And on that note, let's move on. Yeah. Hopefully, this thing starts getting a bit more light-hearted. Dagny Taggart says the US and its allies are considering how to reduce economic relations with China, fearing a possible conflict or a new pandemic, Wall Street Journal, who have biolabs all over the world and trying to hide them, asking for a friend. Well, we know who that was, and it was the United States. But, um, no, the way... The, why would you now be trying to reduce economic relations with China when you gave them everything? Yeah, this is a problem, right? So America is trying to bring stuff back, trying to bring some manufacturing back. It's not going to work because the problem That's is even even if you start making your own chips and things, all the components are made in China. All the mm -hmm. rare earth minerals are made in, are are coming from Russia uh -huh. and China, or or Africa, where China controls them, right? So. It's too late. It's too late. You can't reindustrialize the US. You just can't do it. So the problem you really you've got is you, could... you can't cut off. You can't reduce economic relations with China unless you degrade your society. You're going no, to have to degrade and, and... Your, your standard of living and everything. So let's say that the United Kingdom, right? Mm -hmm. Let me give you a bit of an example here. 
the United Kingdom decides they want to do the same. They want to bring all manufacturing back from China. But at the same time, they're on the, they're on the path for uh, net zero by 2030. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. let me just give you an example of what is required simply. Say we can get all of the batteries to, to give everyone an electric car. Right. Let's say we can do that. Let's let's. Okay. Let's, right, we're going pie in the sky here. We would need to triple the size of our entire electrical grid simply to power the cars. Right. That's the entire country's infrastructure. Then what's left for manufacturing? What is left to power the factories? What is left to power the machinery? What is left to power the computers that would be required? If we're not going to be using coal and we're only going to be using renewables, and certainly we're shying away from nuclear for some reason, despite the fact we're building a new nuclear plant, we should be building several. But how how is any of this going to work in reality, especially with countries like China who are piling forward they don't care about your your green deals and your net zeros right they're burning coal like wildfire they're setting up nuclear reactors all over the shop there's no way you can win with these sorts of things with these aspirations with these net zeros you want to start doing these sorts of things and it's same for the united states if they want to start mandating everybody have an electric car and stuff and i know that the states individually can do that thankfully but these sorts of things, your electrical grids are going to need to be massively increased in size. You're going to have nothing left for manufacturing. Where is it coming from? How is it going to happen? And where's the electricity for a three times as big electrical grid going to be fucking generated from? Doesn't make any sense, does it? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <clears throat> Other things that aren't going to happen, right? <laughs> so... World2312 here says, I've never heard such a cringe-making litany of Barnum statements on low-res speechifying. So, Tyson Core too cowardly or corrupt or stupid to address the real issues and instead push out embarrassing biscuit tin patriotism and boomer nostrums. Um, well, they might be all three, but yet, what would, what would, what would Reform UK do any differently from current governments? I've no idea. Well, what happens when you get into government? What are your aims? Feather. Feather. Feather the nest. And. And. Control the population, John. Yeah. So why would they behave any differently? Because their system doesn't allow any change. So the system, if you vote for someone and think that anything's going to change, then you're really, really mistaken. I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. You're not going to change a system from the inside. And I'll tell you something right now. Reform UK are not getting into government. No, they're not. They might get one or two seats, but it's not going to make any difference to anyone. Yeah, they're not getting into government. They're not. I, I mean, Nigel Farage's UKIP had a chance. They had a chance. Maybe. They got four million votes in a general election. Yeah. Four million votes. Didn't get fuck all in the way of seats, but they got four million votes. Yeah. But the but that's that's a testament. Tyson and Reform are not gonna get that. They're not. No, they won't. Nobody cares. He's got no charisma. Um his 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 girlfriend is Isabel Oakershaw. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine having a girlfriend that's blown Matt Hancock. Oof. 
Oh. Did I say that out loud? No, allegedly. <laughs> Bushels per acre says just when you think Macron couldn't be more of a douche. Macron bans cash payments of more than 1,000 euros between citizens. Mm -hmm. How can he do that? He has declared illegal cash payments above a ceiling of 1,000 euros per transaction for individuals resident in, in France, right? And involved in a commercial transaction. So what you're saying, I can't go to, like, Disneyland and pay over a 1,000 euros for merchandise and cash? Not in one transaction. No, you couldn't. Oh, no, you could. You're not a, You're not resident in France. Your, your oh, ceiling so is 15,000. So I've got a higher ceiling than them? Yeah, because you don't pay tax in France. Well, Do you know? See, this is to stop a cash economy, because... I don't know if you've ever lived in France, <laughs> but I have. And you know what happens in France? Every business has two books. They have the official book and they have the other book. And the other book's the one that, that goes to the government, isn't it? No, the official book is the one that goes to the government. The other oh, book... Oh, yeah, the other book. The other book is the stuff that's all been in cash and isn't getting declared anywhere. And they all do it. It's it's just the way they work. Respect. And this is him trying to stop this. But you know what they'll do? They'll just start making transactions. And they'll just make payments. <laughs> yeah, just you you must three thousand euros. You must pay me in four payments of seven hundred and fifty euros individually. Mm. One payment, two payment, three payment, four. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So this is this is what they're trying to do. And if you do make a payment, um, if you if your payment is more than a thousand, if your payment's more than if you sorry, if your payment is between friends, say, and it's more than a thousand, you're supposed to not use cash. You're <laughs> supposed to use something like a check or a bank transfer. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I saw the next slide. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> So, what's I mean, W? David's right. Yeah, you know, David. David's fucking nailed it, right? So, here we go. We got Giggle Pops gives us this from the WDSU. This Sesame Street Muppet will become the first to experience homelessness. And David pipes up with uh, Oscar the Grouch has been living in a fucking bin for years. He's not wrong. Decades, in fact. He's not Decades. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's because Oscar the Grouch is a man. We don't, we don't count yeah, that. Yeah, I know. So, um, so Emma Louise brings us the next one, and that's um, that's a bit naughty, but it could be accurate. I don't know. I'm not making any determination. I'm only putting it out there for you to review. <laughs> Drag Queen Story Hour How it started, how it's going <laughs> I'm moving on <laughs> Yeah, let's move on <laughs> <laughs> I like this <laughs> this, is, this is quite witty From Hoodwink795 
I need to tell you I'm a Scottish nationalist. That's okay. I don't know anything about economics either. <laughs> they certainly don't. <laughs> no, they fucking don't. They don't have a I clue. Mean, uh, well, 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 actually, actually. Uh, actually. Actually. They know how to. Uh, they know how to fiddle the economic system. Not without getting caught. They don't. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> didn't say that. So the dark side of the yun <laughs> has brought us this from Dingy. Boss, am I allowed to sack you? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, like he's, a, gonna... he's like a wee boy, isn't he? He really is. Do you think he's going to, though? Do you think he's going to let it go? He's going to have to, isn't he? He's going to have to. We'll find out if he can make a decision, because he really has to. He has to do it. If he doesn't do it, he's just lost. If he, Well, no, if he doesn't do it, we know he's in on it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And he's Colonel, going down with the ship. Colonel Mustard brings us this one. People who actually believe that US involvement in the Ukraine conflict is about supporting freedom... <laughs> <laughs> Come with me and, and you'll be, be in a world of pure imagination. imagination. <laughs> Who's freedom? I keep hearing this shit. It's about your freedom. It's about the West. Is it? And we have Is mentioned it? we have mentioned this before, but I found a poster. <laughs> Ket I think it's Kettering 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 City .ac.uk So for a student president Tuna Cunt oh. <laughs> <Our> president <laughs> Change your name <laughs> Do you support Tuna do you support Tuna <laughs> Cunt? Change your goddamn <laughs> name, woman! <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh. <sighs> is, that it? is that it? Are we done? Are we at the end? That's us, mate. I don't think my heart can take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all Do you know what? We... we we do this to try and rationalise and make you laugh and bring some light-heartedness to the news, but there's not much light-heartedness to bring these days, is there, John? Oh, I mean, there's a lot of stupidity, but it all seems to be going down the route of um, of, uh, of world annihilation. It really you does. I am ageing terribly, and I think this show is a direct cause. Do you want I to do. stop? Should we stop the show? No. Should I put a troll pole no, up I on enjoy, Friday? I, I enjoy it too much. I enjoy it too much. But <laughs> I'm just saying the direct consequence of trying to entertain these people is look at these lines. Yeah. Look I at them. I mean, and and they're not even they're not even leaving likes. They're not even in my forehead. What's that all about? What's that come oh, from? Oh, Edward Longshanks. William Scott was Edward Longshanks. There we go. Hey. Hey, there we go. Cheers, William. But this, this, this is what you know. After over two hundred episodes of this show, right? I'm surprised I haven't had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, but 
we're, we'll be back on Wednesday oh. at 8pm to do it all over again. Indeed we will. What are you doing? I'm taping. Taping in the chat. You're, dis you're distracted. No, no, I was just taping in the chat. Andrew says, aging better than Madonna and shit. Oh, yeah, I'm aging like a fine wine. Believe me, I know that. I'm getting more attractive. I mean, I started, I started this show as the sex appeal. And Jesus Christ, now look at me. John. And with I that, told you. I'd like to no, 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 you. no, 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 <laughs> no. I told you, if you started using keeps, you'd have hair like this. I told you. And with that, I'd like to thank you all for attending this episode 214 of Jason is Dead Live with me, John, and with Ben. And it's been great for you. For you. You can see the writing on the pavement Young kids, they're growing up in basements Online, a whole new generation I'ma make mine, so you better go take it Always they need a new replacement Decentralized, can't contain it We're changing lives, yeah, upgrading Call it suicide of the older generation Too late to try to go contain it A generation fueled by creation We live lives on a small screen nation We control the airwaves, no negotiation Yeah.